This year about to be infamous. I only hear what the Bible says. We got the answers like I've seen. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. We've been on the ground, we've been diligent. Hello, everyone, and as usual, welcome to Mary Guys, we're back as always, giving you the tea like we deliver hot and spicy if you want it spicy, you know, with a dash of cinnamon. Um, but today we are tackling the topic of pouring into ourselves. You know, we as ladies, it, it came from a place of talking about how we are growing ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally. And we just thought, why not share with you guys? Why not come on here? Let's chit chat about some of the things we're doing to pour into ourselves and um, share some of the ideas we have like for our future as we're growing of ways we can continue to edify and grow ourselves as Christian women and also as, you know, women in today's world. So let's just dive straight into it because we know your ears are itching to hear what we have for you today. This year about to be infamous. I only hear what the Bible says. We got the answers like I've seen. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We've been on the ground. We've been diligent. Yeah, ladies, let's let's hit right at it. Like, what are some of the ways that we are pouring into ourselves in in in, t- in today's world? Um, we're gonna start physically. Um, Nana, mommy, share with us how you've been enriching yourselves and just you know getting that physical self, you know, on point. Thank you, Sonia. I think this is like a really good topic for us to like dive into and just address like mm-hmm. um, as women, we're growing, you know, just as human beings, like every day is a new day and you want to be able to have like new energy to approach the day and life overall. Um, so I would say physically, to be honest, like one thing that I'm trying to do now, which I have been doing for quite a while, but I think that once you hit 30, like you have to really be more intense about is like, girl, yes. Yeah. My diet, health and exercise. And, um, I've realized that the major thing is the diet. And the moment you start to take care of your diet, eat just what you need and not in excess, you know, you realize how much more it changes your body and your mind, you know, learning to also control your appetite, you know, and what that does for you in terms of like self-discipline overall. Um, I think because I, um, if you guys have listened to our podcast before, we spoke about consumerism and I think the world generally is drawing us into a place, especially if you're in North America, like people eat, you know, (laughs) to the point where we're not so concerned about like what we're putting into our bodies, you know? So I would say like physically I'm trying to walk as much as I can. Like people say, if you drive, park somewhere that's further away, um, try to walk more, take the stairs, like stuff like that. Um, but now, at least, especially for this month and the past week, like I've been trying to walk every morning um, as much as I can and then get like a 30 minute workout. Apparently, scientifically, if you do 30 minutes for at least four days in the week, um, you should have like an overall good health, um, of course, including a good diet. So that's personally what I've been doing and so far so good. And I think the key thing is prepping meals before the week begins. 
Um, it takes away so much of the guessing game. Um, it takes away like ordering Uber Eats or like some random, like going through a random drive through Like when you have a plan, it's easier to be successful at your goals. So yeah, that's what I've been doing physically. Wonderful. Nana, you can jump right in. <laughs> I'm really wondering, like Sonia, I'm like, really like Sonia, I want to hear what you have to say. But then Sonia's like, do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really just been for me, it's it's just been um my diet, you know. Um yeah. I just try to make the conscious effort to not order out a lot. And I when I was about to say this, I was thinking, you know, people be like, but what's wrong with ordering out? You know, it's not really about anything being wrong with ordering food out, but the key thing is that when you make your own food, you're able to tell everything that goes into it versus when you order food from outside. I mean, sometimes it might just taste better than your food because you don't really know what's in there. You can't tell how much sugar they put in, how much salt they put in. But when you do it at home, you're just able to really measure. You're able to be more cautious and conscious about whatever you're eating and putting into yourself. So I think that's been like for the past month or two, a key thing for me is cooking all our own meals, like cutting out a lot of, we love, love, love taro bubble tea, my husband and I, and we've just oh, been, too. you know, <laughs> we're just like, okay, you have got to go. And we hadn't, ha we haven't had it in like over a month now. And yesterday we we're like, oh, let's treat ourselves, you know, learning the treaty treat lifestyle from Sonia. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just not starving yourself or like holding yourself back from having like one or two moments of softness and enjoyment in your life, but just being more conscious about your overall health and making sure that those things are not the only things you're feeding yourself with. So diet for me would be the key thing. And just walking, just walking. I mean, technically I walk every day. <laughs> so I walk to go drop off my daughter. I walk to go catch the train. So walking is something I do pretty much a minimum of 30 minutes every day, looking to kind of try to actively lift weights and stuff more. But for now, with regards to my physical health, it's just been really my diet. Wonderful. Um, I think for us three, we're... <laughs> My, we, we constantly push each other. Hey, have you had your walk today? What are you eating for the week? Like we, we have these like random check-ins in terms of like our health, which I really appreciate because like mommy said, when you reach, when you reach 30, it's just like, woo, everything just transforms and everything just truly changes. So I noticed certain things about my body that I was like, I need to be intentional about keeping fit and keeping active. And just like you ladies, the first step for me was walking because when it comes to working out, I will admit I'm not the, you know, most workout savvy person. So walking has actively helped me to get in that groove. Like I enjoy walking, which in turn sometimes turns into running for a little bit. And I'm sure like some of my friends from college, if they hear this podcast and hear me say running, they'll be really surprised because <laughs> I was the last person they would expect to run for anything. Okay. But um, it's like, you just get to that stage of realization. Like you say, like what I eat matters, what I put into my body matters, like how I balance those things. So for me, it's a bit of, it's a lot about balance, like enjoy the final things in life. Yes, but have a balance, make sure that nutritiously you're enriching your body because 
10, 15 years from now, we don't want to look back and wish we had made those, those decisions earlier in our lives. So it's never too late to have that intentionality. And it's definitely a discipline. Um, like I do love me tarot tea, um, Nana. So I, I haven't had it in a while. So I'm just like patting myself on the back with my regular peppermint tea. And I think that's good enough for me for now. But a healthy mind and a healthy body goes hand in hand. Like we can't just keep actively fit and, you know, our minds are all over the place. So how are we also making sure that our body balances with our minds? You know, like for me, seriously, just safeguarding what goes, I'm a visual person. So be mindful of what I watch when I watch it you know, the movies. I love a lot of investigative series. So I enjoy that most of the time. Um, being mindful of um, what I, you know, listen to, whether it's webinars or podcasts. There's a lot of things out there, guys. There's so much information in different categories. And so I love to like, I enjoy a lot of finance podcasts because I'm a business person. And so I like to listen to some of the different ways that people are doing um things with their money um i think that's a way that i feed my mind um also being intentional about having a space where i disconnect or plug into myself where like i'm not constantly doing social media or having distractions here and there just having that space to just be like okay sonia what are your dreams goals aspirations just being in myself and my space and enjoying that. I think that is one thing that um, in today's age, because of how busy the world is, there's one thing after another, there's one appointment after another, and that can be stressful on the mind, especially if you're thinking like you're probably one appointment or at work and you're already thinking of the next day at work, or you're already thinking of the next appointment, the next meeting. So for me, it's like, how do I actively, um, not run with my mind as my mind is going. I think as women, it's very normal. So it's part of what I intentionally do is like unplug and just like, you know, enjoy some soothing music. I love Christian worship. Um, I do that to just give my mind a bit of silence, you know, and, I, and let me know what you ladies do. Yeah, I think for me, I, I can't really, I'm not in a place where I would definitely not say I have that, mental peace and like balance that I've managed it like I'm definitely not there as of today as recording this maybe in the next hour I will be but I think one key thing for me like the moments of peace in my day are usually when I'm heading to work you know I would usually just listen to my uh, my gospel music um, I have that my airpods in and that's when I try to read my bible as well and I just kind of still everything in my mind to like lead me in the morning to like just keep going start of my day on this chill note before I take in everything that the day is like bringing to me so that's like those are like uh, my little moments of like silence and peace throughout my day because overall the moment I get home like sometimes I'll get home and mom is texting me and she's like I'm not responding because when I get home I don't even touch my phone like the moment I'm home I'm straight into action you know um, everything revolves around my daughter at home, like her sleep time and um, what she's eating, you know, and all of that. So the moment I get home um, and my husband and I are home, we are pretty much working together to let that function. So that's not really the time for me to take off like till she's asleep. 
that's not real. That after she sleeps, maybe then I'm probably gonna like just knock myself out. But at that point in time, hardly do I like take little moments to sit and like still my mind. I usually do that in the morning, like first thing in the morning when I'm on my way to work. So that's how I would say like mentally for me, those are my little moments of where I find that kind of solemn and peace to start my day with in each and every day. Yeah, I think personally for me as well, like um, music is my therapy and um, not only being like a worship leader and like someone who sings and ministers in music, like it's always really important for me to have time where I am listening to music, listening to new gospel music that's coming out um, so that we have a sense of like the sound um, of what things are like, what is the Holy Spirit ministering to people now in music? And I feel like those are the moments for me, like no matter what's happening, the moment I put my AirPods in and I'm listening to some good music, like that's it, I'm gone. And recently I discovered uh, this artist, Antoine Bradford, and he's just giving vibes on vibes on vibes. And if anyone's listening, like I highly recommend, like if you like, like really nice, cool, soothing music. Like he's definitely someone to look out for and like still giving you the Holy Spirit vibes, you know? And I think like generally for me, like those are the moments that I find peace um, because I think I've realized that as an adult, there will always be something going on with you and you will never completely have that place of absolute silence and peace yep. You know, because for every moment, there's something you have to deal with. Yes. Bills you have to pay. There's um, just people around you, your family that you have to be concerned about. You know, no one is free of problems. Even the richest yep. man is not free of problems. And, you know, one thing that might be trivial to you is someone's greatest issue. Yeah. You know, and so I, I don't necessarily think that anyone is living in an absolute moment of peace, but it's yeah. those little moments that we create for ourselves um, that help us like pour into ourselves. And for me, that's finding new artists, you know, listening to new sounds, listening to new music and being able to see God in sound and like just the things around me. Um, and yeah, I think also generally just observation. Um, I'm someone that likes to observe things and that's kind of a way that mentally I also maybe zone out and like find a space to give myself that like just observe what's happening around me, take in the atmosphere, you know, thank God for where I'm at now, um, thinking about how far I've come, you know, so just observing, thinking, like meditating um, on my life. And I would say like number one, though, is like listening to good music. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Um, I think like both of you ladies, the the recurring theme and the things that all the three of us have talked about is just finding the pockets of spaces. Um, you it may not be 10 hours, it may not be five hours, it may be two minutes, it may be five minutes, it may be 10 minutes, but just um trying to find those pockets of spaces. Um, like Nana, I'm also um on a trajectory where <laughs> I'm learning to be intentional about finding those spaces and keeping those spaces. It's one thing to find something and then it's another thing to really keep it. Um, and um, that's one thing I'm grateful to my husband for because he's always like, 
he asked me today, what pocket of space have you had for yourself? And I, and I really appreciate that question because it helps me to reflect and just sit back and realize, oh, you know what? I don't think I've done A, B, or C today. So let me do that intentionally. And, and, and I appreciate that from him a lot. So yeah, dashing into our finances, you guys, we talked about consumerism that in the other podcasts. Now let's talk about how are we, you know, we like nice things. I mean, Nana Mami, you know, <laughs> they call me Tritina. Like, so Sonia, tell us first. Sonia, we're waiting for Sonia because Tritina is in the building, guys. Like, Tritina has to like lead us, tell us, you know, how oh. should we introduce our last podcast? So can Listen. Okay. I'm so interested. Okay, I'll go first because these ladies... <laughs> I know you're not budging. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I, like I said, I'm, I'm a business person. I did business in school, but I also enjoy numbers. Um, so it's just being very hard and intentional with budgeting. And that's one thing I'm also grateful to my husband for, because sis right here, like, Oh, you know, we can use this $50 for this wonderful looking winter boots or a hundred dollars for this or that. Um, and so just making sure for me, I think it's making sure that not because I have it, I should be, I should spend it on ABC. I mean, there's so many things that you can buy at so many points in your life and just being very, very intentional. I think it's something that I've really grown into and budgeting. Budgeting has helped me a lot. Like I would create beautiful Excel sheets that will keep me like motivated because I also love data. So I would do like a nice pie chat with some neutral colors. And I'm just like, okay, Sony, like, you know, we share, my husband and I would share the, the data and I would say, okay, for this month, I'm not going to go beyond the pink color because if I do ABC, that's one thing um, we started recently and I enjoy it because I'm also a visual person. So that helps to keep me in line, like do what works for you. Um, but just another way I want to build myself or intend to do is to just watch and listen to more finance, um, finance giving podcasts or webinars. There's a lot of free um, information out there. There's a lot of free um, courses that you could take. And I'm looking to invest myself more into those so I can learn more about what the finance world has, has to give. The different types of investments. So just knowing what is out there and what works for my family is what I intend to grow more into. So yeah, ladies, have I satisfied you by going first? Let me hear what you what you have almost, to say. Almost. But I think <laughs> almost. I, like, I like the fact that you said, like, really, it's like not everyday buying. Like the fact that you have money right, doesn't right. you need to let it leave you. Your money likes to have a home. You know? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had a home and the moment you found a place to settle, they just kicked you out. It's mm, not fair. Can I stay here a little? You know? I mean, like. I like this bank, not every day moving to the next clothing store or shoe store, you know? And I think that that's a valid point, like financially realizing that having is one thing, but the fact that you have, it doesn't mean you have to spend it. Like you can keep it, it's yours, you know? But I think financially for me personally, um, I think I said on the consumerism like podcast the um, episode that I'm really realizing that I don't want to buy things um, that are overpriced, you know, honestly, like being cheap, 
the richest people you'll meet are people that don't spend their money. Like people are rich because they find ways to not spend so much money and find ways to let their money make more money for them. Right. So if your money is always leaving you to consume, like she can never be rich. So I think financially, really, it's been for me like planning, even me speaking about like meal planning. Um, there's a way to plan your meals that will allow you to go to the grocery store and just spend $50 because you know what you're cooking. Right. But the reason why maybe you're like <laughs> your grocery run varies all the time is because you go there without a plan. Mm. It's like, oh, you know what? Uh, I might need some bell peppers. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then the week goes by, you never use them. Mm. Or, you know, oh, I should get some eggs. But if you know what you're cooking, right? Yeah. I know what I'm cooking this week. I don't need bell peppers. Like, yeah. I won't buy them. And so I think financially, uh, like, the only way to be in a space where we're financially secure is when you know what you're doing with your money, right? So if you have a bracket that says, I'm spending 100 on groceries, how do I spend 60 instead? So I can keep the 40, that's already within the budget, right? Plan, I'm just cooking this this week, so I don't need the extra stuff. Like, my fridge doesn't have to be full, like, Who's looking in there? It doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing. Right, right. They're not eating it. Like, you know, I traveled for, came back home and I realized there's things I still have here. Like, I don't need to buy those things. Like, I'll buy stuff, fruits, veggies, stuff that will stay fresh for a while. I'll be able to use. But why buy things that you don't need, you know? And maybe you're buying bread (laughs) every week, but you know you only eat two slices, like, the whole week just because it has to be on the list somewhere in there, right? So for me, it's like being intentional about what I'm spending my money on um, in, you know, connection with my lifestyle overall, right? Like if money is going out of me, it means it's an investment. I'm investing into this food. I'm investing into my body, right? And if we start to think of money that way, I feel like then we would be less willing to just part with it, right? So personally, that's that's just what I'm doing for me, though. So yeah, yeah, I I, I really like I really like the point that you made about the fact that like sometimes it's just like yeah, I buy this all the time, so let me just buy this. But like, are you gonna eat it though? And you see so many videos on like Instagram and TikTok, people talking about that salad that you bought last week, looking at you in the fridge and shriveling away. Like <laughs> you're not gonna <laughs> eat it. Like, <laughs> like who are you lying to? You know, instead, like curate a meal plan like and it's interesting that similarly like I mean we went to Costco my husband and I and um, a couple of friends like about six weeks ago and we blew like over 500 bucks on groceries and like when we're done we're like this is a lot of money but it's an investment and we're gonna prepare all our meals and I can say for the last month we haven't bought anything because when we're picking the stuff, we had in mind, okay, we're buying a box of like um, brown beans. We're going to make this with the brown beans. We're buying a bag yeah. of rice. We're going to make this with the rice. We're buying like a batch of coconut milk. We're going to do this smoothies, a bag of berries, you know, every day. And we finished, I mean, we finished the bag of berries that we had because every morning we would make smoothies to go to work. And so planning is really key. Like planning is really key. And for me, I would just say like financially, 
one of the key things for me has just really been knowing what I need, having that in mind or writing it down and then purchasing it when I'm able to have, when I have the finances too. So that when I go in a place, it's like similar thing with the groceries mommy mentioned. It's not like, oh, wow, this is a new bread bun. This is looking great today. You know, yeah, these bread buns, they look great. So you just added the next thing, they're sitting <laughs> in the fridge and passing time, you know, just because you didn't need them. I even realized that like my husband and I haven't bought bread in ages because we realized we are rushing to work every morning. We don't have time to now like put toast eat in. bread. Or like, so we don't even eat the bread, you know, and we end up getting, I think, um, bagels, like cinnamon. I, Costco has these cinnamon, like raisin yes. bagels. And we're like, oh, we my favorite. let's just get <laughs> these, you know. And I mean, it's been like a week and some days and they're still in our fridge because yeah. we don't have time to eat them. <laughs> the only time we actually get time to sit and eat something like that is on a Saturday. So something like that, it's not something you should maybe buy all the time. It's really about your lifestyle, you know, and, yeah. and how you live, what you do. And I think that's one of the key things to um, having financial freedom and applying yeah. financial wisdom is not looking at what anyone is doing, but learning to look at yourself and see, this is what my lifestyle is like. I don't need to buy 10 loaves of bread. I have just one child and she doesn't even eat bread like that, you know, um, this is what I need here. And I think for me, that's really been it. Looking at what my family dynamic is like, what our work um, right. is like, and like us rushing out the door every morning, you know, we need things that are healthy and fast, right? And a smoothie yeah. just works, pop it and blend it. We go, it's in our lunch bag. We drink it on a way to work. Instead of now getting toast, like, you know, so that's just one way that I think for me, financially is just really, looking at my family lifestyle and dynamic and doing yeah. what works for us. And back to like, <laughs> but the point mommy made about, you know, I don't need a full fridge for who? Right. Like, it's funny because you, you're like, it's great to have a full fridge. That's a blessing. Um, but full at the expense of not eating them and them going to waste, that's just being wasteful. So I think the key thing has just been overall to buy what we need and just utilize that and, and just buy when we need it again, pretty much. So that's just how I would say I've been working on my finances. 100%. Just tying your points together, being intentional about planning, what's your lifestyle, what dynamic works for you and your family, and follow it, run with it. Like not for, because I think it's easy to compare. And if Akosia has a full fridge, oh, I could get that too. But maybe your budget doesn't allow for that. And um, one thing that the Holy Spirit reminded me or struck as um, you, you ladies were talking is that like when God can entrust you with a certain amount of money, there's the potential to be blessed with even more. So if we are not very uh, intentional about handling what we have been blessed with, um, we are not going to be in a place to be able to receive more blessings. It's like being giving $100,000 to, to put a number out there and you mismanage $100,000. There's not going to be room to be able to manage 300,000, 500,000. So as we are financially prudent, I believe that it opens the gateway for us to be blessed more. He who can be trusted with little can be trusted with more. Amen. Um, so we work hard for our money. Let's just talk briefly about some of the ways that, um, 
we are building ourselves in our fields of work professionally, whether it's our resume, like how we're, we're presenting ourselves. I think even our dressing goes into show where we're at professionally. What are some of the things that we're doing? I love that, Nana, one time you shared with mommy and I, you were like, ladies, I needed to update your LinkedIn resume with ABC because this is what recruiters are looking for out there. And I really appreciated that because, you know, sometimes you may not know, like, maybe this is what they're looking at. So what are some of the ways that we can tell our listeners that we're building ourselves professionally? Yeah, I would definitely just say, sit yourself down, have a pep talk with yourself, find out where you want to see yourself. One key thing I just learned is that you shouldn't be putting the title of the position you're in if it's not where you're seeing yourself moving to or where you want to be, because mm. when people um, key into search, maybe you're trying to be a data analyst, you know, and then your yeah. bio says um, property manager at ABCD firm, you know, which is what you're doing now, but that's not where you want to be. So people keep searching for that and you never pop up because it's not in your bio. So those are some of the key things that I learned. And I think that it's, it is, very important to also look at the start to emulate people who've gone ahead of you. If you've seen someone who is yeah. in a position that you are looking to be in, try to learn the steps that they took to get to that place. I mean, if they did this or that, then you start to think and look at, okay, how can I gear my life towards getting there? And I would say that's one key thing for me. Try to sit yourself down, find out where you are at, where you want to get to and strategically build yourself to get to that place so that finally you can land where you actually want to be. And that's one thing that I've been doing, you know, learning a lot from property management professionals and then yeah. putting myself in line with things I need to learn, especially transitioning from um, real estate and property management from Ghana to the Netherlands and then coming to Canada. It's like yeah. a very diverse mixture of systems. And I'm figuring out how to do that within the Canadian um you know, work, uh, real estate field. And so that yeah. is something that you have to learn it, you know, this is what they do here. This is what this is called. And, you know, just learning that for me has been what mainly I have done to get into that place. Yeah. Um, wonderful. I, I really is important. Like I enjoy the point you shared about, you know, <laughs> sit yourself down, have a conversation, like a self-reflection is very important because it is, it's again, you know, uh, I had a discussion with um, some friends of mine and it, it's like uh, people are in different places in their lives and timing is very different for different people. Um, and so just being intentional that you don't even look like, I can't look at Nana's lane and say that Nana is doing ABC at this point in her life. So that's where I need to be. It's just really self-reflecting and um, making sure that whatever that works for you is what you want for your life. Like I want to be in this field. I want to know more about this particular field. So I want to pour into myself and doing that boosts your morale and your confidence in going out there into the work world. And guys, we're building to make sure that we're successful, not only for ourselves, but for our families. Um, I know we've talked a lot to you guys today, but we're just going to wrap it up with one of the most important aspects of our being, which is our spiritual selves. Um, I think daily, our conversations, everything that we do, because we are Christians, and as we identify as Christian ladies or Christian beings, our identity is in Christ. So what are we doing as women 
in building our identity. I ask myself that all the time. It's, I'm intentional about my worship time, my prayer time. Um, I just really think it's vital that as Christians, we spend time with, because we have a relationship with God, we spend time to bind that relationship and enhance, like any relationship, you must pour into it. But I want to hear briefly from Nana, what are the ways you're building yourself spiritually? I think overall, just really listening to good worship music, reading my Bible and listening to messages as well. That has been overall for me, what I use to just build myself spiritually. I think that for me personally, I, at the moment, like my husband and I are very consistent with these Bible plans. We make sure to do one a month. If you find one that's long-term, you do it. And those things help to keep us consistent and listening to Christian podcasts as well. Wonderful. Um, so today we've talked <laughs> in lens in different aspects of just pouring into ourselves as growing women, um, even as men, who, wh whoever is listening to this podcast, we hope that um, you have built or you have built your, upon a certain level of knowledge for what we do for pouring into ourselves. And we hope that as you, you know, make your life choices, as you live daily, that you are taking those intentional strides for yourself. But for now, as we have talked and chatted and, and got together to bring you our latest tea, it has been... Marinade Monday. This year about to be infamous. I only hear what the Bible says. We got the answers like I've been saying. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. We've been on the ground, we've been diligent. Thought we were done, but I think again. Fugazi not a legitimate. Ooh. 